What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 41 of the podcast, we are talking about the end of the Blade trilogy, the very troubled Blade Trinity. What a name, right? Tr- they couldn't just go three. They're like, nah, Trinity. Joining me, as ah. always, is DNA Gaming, consisting of Dan and Angela. Oh, and I'm Brett Parker. Hello. I literally did the uh, did this and didn't even introduce myself. Oh, we know who we are. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You don't need to know. <laughs> Blade Trinity. This movie, whoo. Let's just say it was something else. I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. It was so And sad. re-watching it uh, recently, I, wow, it is <laughs> no. not as good as I remember. <laughs> I, I'm interested that since this is your first time watching it, I had seen it before. Same with Parker's. Yes, so it's sorry. always good to hear from someone who's who's never seen it. This is like their first go round. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I mean, I like I like you know the the costume of because it's really a costume because he's not it's his armor or whatever he wears. Mm-hmm. I like that design. His attire. Yeah, I like oh. that design. Are we talking about Dracula? Yeah, because okay. he has like that, but it's not, not what. Never mind. Just, just my brain went. Oh, I was waiting. Again. I was waiting. It's, and no, it's okay. I, I just completely forgot where I was going with it. That's fine. Okay. Bring it up later. Nope, my brain just is like, nope. You're just gonna forget everything. Just drink some more alcohol. That'll help you remember. Sip. Yes. Nothing like nothing like a depressant to chase the blues away. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Too early to start forgetting things. Oh, Simpsons quote. It's every day for me. Every you day. You can just cut all, you can just cut all. Now, oh, crippling no, alcoholism? No. No, he says every day no, for me. No. Like, crippling no. alcoholism. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Sorry, carry on. Oh, Jesus. Good start. So, so, so Angela <laughs> thinks it's a bad movie, which we can it all agree bad. it is a bad movie. <laughs> but I do like the, some of the designs of things, so it's not all bad. It's just story and writing wise, it's like, oh, yeah, act, some of the acting is. Um, yeah, a dead. Hey, Deadpool's here, though. Like he, he was in the yeah, movie. I mean, and listen, it was Deadpool. True. It wasn't, you know, it is Ryan Reynolds, but he was literally playing Deadpool in this movie. Like yeah. Ryan, the thing about I love Ryan Reynolds and. Yep. He's just—he's so—he's so funny, but he literally plays the same fucking character in most of his films. Oh yeah, and it's got—it's got Harry in it. It's got Harry from, Dex- from Dexter. All right, one of the worst parts of this movie. Goddamn, him and his partner suck. They're so bad. This is such an early two thousands movie. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels yeah. it it literally does it didn't age well. But boy, no. the reason I mean listen, script bad. Uh the a lot of interference by the studio might have been a reason why this movie didn't do so well. Also the fact that David S. Goyer and Wesley Snipes did not see eye to eye at all. And Wesley Snipes pretty much told him to go fuck himself and <laughs> He would go in his trailer, smoke a lot of weed. He would uh, call. He would go, I guess, go around the uh, set calling Ryan Reynolds a cracker. Dude, uh, yeah, well, I uh, mean, Wesley Snipes denies this. So we don't know if it's actually true. Yeah, I've, I heard that uh, 
that they almost like he almost talked to nobody like the whole movie. Yeah, I'd I'd read that. I read that Chris Christopherson also had issues with how the film was, how Goyer was doing the film. It, it, I just, I don't understand. Like this dude wrote the other two, which I thought were good movies. Like what happened? I, I think it's going to go back to what you said originally. It's just going to be studio interference. Yeah. Cause he wrote That's the other two it works and they probably let him do whatever. And like this third one, like, okay, we need to make <laughs> some money on this. We need you to do this, 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 and this. And he's like, fuck. What so it, like, he's just trying yeah. to keep his job. Yeah. So, when it comes to superhero or whatever you would consider Blade, is he an anti-hero? He's kind of like a, he's an anti-hero, right? He's like a Deadpool yeah. or a Venom. Yeah. He, Traditionally, superheroes don't kill people. Anti-heroes do. Right. Traditionally. And he kills the, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that you, it, it, even if you look back in time, it, you know, even movies that came out after Blade Trinity that were, uh, you know, these big superhero movies, but they turned into flops is mostly because of studio interference. Yep. You know, Fox did it with the fantastic, the newest fantastic four movie because mm-hmm. the, the director of that movie, he made good films before that. And then he signs on to do a superhero movie. And because it's his first go round as a director of a, of a bigger budget film, the studio's like, oh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll oversee you and make sure that everything goes well. But mostly they're just stepping over him and they're not allowing him to be creative and use his creative juices to yeah. put a good movie out there. Who, who was this? David S. Goyer was the director who was the writer oh. of the previous two films. No, no uh, you're talking about Fantastic Four. Sorry. Oh, um, uh, something Trank. What movie did he do? Because you mentioned uh, it, Chronicle. You oh, that's it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's gonna bug the fuck I mean, out I mean, of you. You have to look it up. Yeah, I gotta look up. I gotta I'm look the same up his way. Name. I'm the same way. Fantastic. What? I didn't know that was. Triple yeah, Paul Levette. Trank. Yeah, he directed Chronicle. He directed some movie with, uh, or he was a writer. Holy shit! Let me see here. He directed uh, a show with Mark Wahlberg. He did Chronicle. He did Fantastic Four, and then his latest movie was uh, Capone, which had Tom Hardy. Interesting. So well, at least he, at least yeah. he's still doing movies though. Yeah, I hope that he keeps doing them because you know Chronicle. I thought Chronicle was fantastic for how low of a budget film that that was, and yep. you know the, it, it was a lot of actors in that that were kind of no names at the time. I mean Michael B. Jordan. Um, oh God, I can't remember the other kid. He was in the Amazing Spider-Man too. He played Harry Osborn. Yeah. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of him in Chronicle, but Chronicle was a good movie for what that guy did and the right. budget he did it on. Yeah. He really did. Before we get too far into this, which has nothing to do with Blade Trinity, but it's 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 like I just like I said, it's it's all about you know, the studios they don't trust these people who are it's their first time. Like this was David S. Goyer's yeah. first go round as a director. But he wrote the other two movies, so it should should have been like a we trust this guy. He gave us two great films before. I can guarantee he can, you know, stick the landing for this third one. But instead, the studio is just like marching up on him and and not allowing him to really do what he needed to do. Yeah, just let the man work. Because he kind of has an idea of what's going on. Exactly. But it also doesn't help when you don't have a good relationship with your, you know, lead actor. No, yeah. Right, your lead actor goes AWOL for most of oh, the production. Boy, he looked, and, and you could tell, like he was not there. He, he found the jazz cabbage, and he yeah. was, I guess 
Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds pretty much was asked like what it was like working with Wesley Snipes. And he's like, I never worked with Wesley Snipes. I just worked with Blade because he would yep. literally make people call him Blade. Yep. I've read that. I've <laughs> it read was that. very, a very weird set. The damn shame, dude. It sucks. Mm. This movie felt like, like character wise. Well, I don't know how far we want to get into this because I don't even think you've done, you haven't done the rundown of the movie. No, like you hadn't even done like when it came out and that stuff. So I was. Just like, oh no! Oh well, uh, Blade. We're getting ahead. We're getting ahead of it. <laughs> There's no order to this madness. <laughs> There's this it's is like, just chaos. <laughs> this is like the this is like the production of Blade Three or Jurassic Park Three. We're just off the scene. Yeah, which one was worse? I probably Blade Trinity to be honest, oh, from what yeah, I've read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blade Trinity was released on December eighth, two thousand and four. It was budgeted at $65 million and made a total of $132 million worldwide, which call and had a lot of negative reviews, which is understandable. And this would actually be the first or the last. Of course, this was the last film to be released before Marvel Studios regained the rights to Blade. Yep. Uh, Wesley Snipes was actually asked if he wanted to return or he was in talks with Marvel studios when the rights were retained, if uh, as a, at a possible return to blade, but I guess it never came to fruition. And then uh, Murar Shah Ali was cast to play him. Pretty sure he's a younger actor too, right? Uh, younger. I don't think he's significantly younger than Wesley Snipes, but he's younger than him. I know Wesley Snipes, I believe is probably in his mid fifties, early fifties, mid fifties. Cause he's the guy that, Okay, I was plays in uh, forty four hundred. Oh, okay. Well, I just assumed that like if they figured maybe they got a younger guy, they could get more longevity out of him. Probably. <clears throat> What's he Snipes is doing Netflix shows with Kevin Hart, so he's still doing stuff too. Yeah, which is good. At least yeah. it's good he's still working. But this was um, you know, Ryan Reynolds is in this, but this was like Ryan Reynolds before he was really a big name. Um, pretty much before that, he was doing a lot of. You know, he was Van Wilder. He was doing, uh, he had a show up in Canada that I guess was really popular at the time. I think it was like Two Guys, A Girl at a Pizza Shop, I think was the name of the show. Uh, and then, of course, I was, I wasn't, didn't know where that one was going. That's literally the name of the show. <laughs> I'm just, not a joke. No, I, I believe no, you. We're no, not. It's like I the title. Thinking, Did you guys see the, the title of that new movie on Netflix with Kristen Bell? It's like the girl, it's like the, yeah. the woman uh, across the street. So I do. It it's super coming long. Up. Oh my god! It keeps coming up <laughs> on. Uh, let's see if I can. Whoops, we don't want to hear that. I mean, the woman in the it. house across the street from the girl in the window. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, it keeps well, coming up on Netflix. Somebody really fucking phoned that title in. Yeah. So like, the what? so yeah this so Wesley Snipes is back again playing Blade, uh, Jessica Biel is playing uh, Abigail, mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is Hannibal King probably the he's, he's a fucking cool name right Hannibal King, yeah. uh, Dominic Purcell plays Dracula I could I could not get into this dude I don't know what it was but he was the like probably one of the worst characters in this movie, you know why I figured it out why. Because he's not in a prison. I was gonna say. 
You made the sorry, joke before me. I was like, sorry, go, break I'm sorry. go break out from another prison, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will give him credit for this. I had read that during the final fight scene with Blade in the movie, yeah. that he did he did all of his own stunts. That yeah, I did read that. That is really cool. Which kudos. I, appre- that, I appreciate sure. I appreciate that. Good good on you, Dominic. Uh Chris Christopherson is back as Abraham Whistler, and I just go, why? Like, did he agree to this? He must have got a pretty good check. That's the only reason I believe he would have came back because he didn't. He to me, even if others disagree with me, he phoned it in for Blade Two. So imagine, like, just watch. To be honest, I feel like he did better in this. The little he was in this than he did all of Blade Two. Just the way he performed and the way he had dialogue. I don't care if he was the worst part of the movie. He's really pretty to look at. Who Dominic Purcell? Mm-hmm. He's a big he's, man. He's, got, he's very chiseled. Like yes, he's very got like a strong. He's very built. And you can go watch uh, Parker out. Posey. I love Parker Posey. I don't Me care. Too. I don't care what anyone says. She's just great. She literally just goes ham the whole time. I did you guys see Scream Three? Not yet. No. Oh, not she's, yet. We. I'll we just say she's one of the best parts yet. of Scream Three. <laughs> I love her. I hated how they designed her costume and like like her makeup and stuff i oh just making her look super super pale yeah i just well not not necessarily making her look pale but the way they had her hairstyle just made her look but it was great because because hannibal makes fun of it too which was awesome like i I know but like and it almost felt like her the the teeth that they did were oh they were awful they didn't fit her right. Like Wesley it just Snipes made too. I don't know. Like they were too big, and it was like yeah. she was trying to talk over them, and she was like slurring a lot. To like, be to be honest, I feel like she has like she talks. I recently watched Scream Three, which she's great in, and she. I just think that's how she talks. Even though I knew that I can guarantee the teeth prosthetic they used were were yeah. big. The ones that I Wesley do. Snipes had looked terrible. Yeah. yeah it's like the budget for the teeth just went down because i've seen her in uh i've watched her in lost in space was, and i've uh, watched is that the like the newest lost in space yeah the ones on netflix right yeah it's on yeah. Netflix. oh she's no. in that oh now uh-huh. i really gotta watch it i love parker Posey. there you go <laughs> so good i love it i wish it didn't end but she's in superman returns too is she yeah she gets saved oh, by it. she she works for lex luther and gets saved by superman because it's soups that's what mm-hmm. he does yes and uh, Pat Ro- Pat Oswald's in this. Good old Pat Oswald. Uh, we recently talked about a movie with his wife in it, Lake Placid. Thought I'd just throw that in there. Uh, James Remar, who plays the one of the detective or FBI agents, he plays Dexter's dad, Harry. Yeah. In uh, the show Dexter, and he yep, was yep, also yep. originally supposed to play Hicks in Aliens. Did you know that? Was he? Yeah. When we get to when we talk about Aliens, we'll we'll get more into it. But I watched uh, movies that made us. Uh, the aliens episode, and there was a whole thing about why oh, Remar was recasted. To go back and watch. Go watch that again. Is it turned because Michael Bean had to replace him? I think we're we're a couple of episodes off. I thought we finished oh. it. Season two was way better than season one. I love. Oh yeah, I love one. all those. Like Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, so. What about good. the holiday ones they all did? Oh, it was like Elf holiday and, movies. Yeah, yeah, Nightmare. That was what the I think a Nightmare Before Christmas was in the holiday one. It, mm-hmm. it was. It yeah. was. See, we watched the Elf one, and I was like, "Well, never seen it, so it's oh, cool to know." <laughs> it's 
I'm not the biggest fan of Will Ferrell. Like a lot of his movies I could care less about, but man, Elf is just, that's a great holiday movie. All right. Before we get way too off track. Quote it. uh, Triple H is in this. Good old Triple H. I know, dude. Now the owner of the AEW. Gotta gotta love it. You guys watch wrestling? I believe he's the, he's like one of the founders of the, of AEW. I think he's still doing WWE. I know Jericho was big on that. So was um, because last I heard he was still with WWE. I don't know if he's left. Yeah, he's the executive vice president of AEW. No, WWE. Who Triple H? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was wrong. See, I don't watch wrestling. I just it's okay. I must it's have, okay. I must have misread assassin. something. Yes. God, he's a big son of a bitch, though. I was uh, like Triple H. Yeah, and then Natasha Leone, which is she? Did you guys see American Pie? Yes, it's been a while. I didn't. I think she's an American Pie. Yep. I I was right. Literally just click on her name, and there it is. American oh, Pie. she's the. Yeah. She's the, the girl queen. from Orange Is she, the New Black. Yeah, she plays like she always plays like that tough. She always plays like the tough girl. Mm-hmm. I liked her in this. Yeah, she was good. Lot. I liked it. Uh, music. Uh, was done by Ore- I'm going to mispronounce his name because it's really hard to pronounce. Raymond Dejawadi. He did music okay. for Westworld, uh, Iron Man, Game of Thrones, and the Clash of the Titans remake from like 10 mm. years ago. Yeah, music was done <laughs> by uh, uh, Raymond Dewan- uh, Juwandi. Oh, I'm, I apologize. Uh, yeah, he did music for Westworld, Iron Man, uh, Game of Thrones and the newest Clash of the Titans, the one that came out, I think, in like 2010. And yeah, also, good... yeah, his, his music's great. Good credits. And also by Ariza, one of the members of Wu Tang Clan. Oh, okay, okay. So you get you get it. You know, it's a good. I, the music. I feel like the music in all three of these films were actually pretty good for you know. <laughs> For early to you know late nineties, early two thousands, you know you get those yeah, like thumpy like you know club music. Uh, this was the first Blade movie to have the Marvel logo show before the movie. First and last, for now. Yeah. Well, the the next one will say Marvel Studios. This just says Marvel. You Hell know yeah. when you're just the lower, you're like the you're like the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. When it's, when your movie is like you get excited because you see the Marvel logo, but it doesn't say studio. So you're like, so like it. all the so all the Sony stuff with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking the much. dick. Yeah. Kicking the dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So during commercials, when this movie originally came out, the commercials kept saying that Jessica Alba was in this movie and not Jessica Biel. <laughs> so they I had, had heard that. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine you're like Jessica Biel and you're like, this is like my first big movie. You know, well, actually, no, she did Texas Chainsaw Massacre the year before. Which is a great movie. It is. And I really want to review it soon because the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is coming out. When does that come out? A couple weeks. What's the date? 18th, I think. But yeah, I just find that hilarious. Imagine just being like super excited. You're going to be in this really like big time action movie and they say Jessica Alba and you're like, that's not Jessica Alba. Uh, Guillermo del Toro was asked if he wanted to return as the director, but he turned it down because guess what? He was doing Hellboy and thank God for that because Hellboy oh. is great. 
Uh, Stephen Norrington, the original director from Blade, uh, considered coming back, but he read the script and said, fuck that, I'm out. Yeah. I ain't doing right. that. I already had to deal with David S. Goyer once. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. But he was actually writing a prequel series with Deacon Frost. Like Deacon Frost was going to be the main character. Oh, interesting. So, but unfortunately, by the time everything was coming together, <clears throat> Marvel Studios took the rights back and everything just kind of, you know, went out the window. Uh, I guess there was a post credit scene. Oh, was there? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just read this thing. It said only film the trilogy <laughs> to contain a post credit scene. All right. Well, I didn't see I'm it. Sure, sure. It wasn't that important. We stopped no. it right when it was done. We're like, all right, we're done. Oh, man. We knew there was nothing to follow and nothing else that show, showed up could make the movie any better. Oh, no. Uh, to make things even worse, uh, Wesley Snipes sued New Line Cinema and David S. Coyer because, uh, of, in his words, he wasn't paid his full salary. And, yeah. And I guess a, to his his agency sued him because they he didn't pay them what he was supposed to. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> what a fucking mess. I think, he, I think he smoked half his pay. That's probably probably. Like oh Lord. But uh I guess, you know, with a lot of the the different actors coming out with stories, I think Patton Oswald was the one who, who came out with the story that Wesley that's you know Wesley Snipes would hang out in his trailer and just smoke weed the whole time and uh you know he would rarely come to set and they had to always find like doubles and stuff to do scenes just to keep the movie from you know from being held up yeah and then of course ryan reynolds said what he said about never meeting wesley snipes and i guess there was reports about being called a cracker uh but i guess david i guess wesley snipes even came out saying that david is goyer and um there was a lot of there was racism between uh from david s goyer to wesley snipes and it's like Jesus, what the fuck is good? Like, I, I just want to be a fly in the wall yeah, for exactly. this production just to see what was going Jeez. on. So far, I would like to have known everything that happened behind the scenes on Jurassic Park 3 in this movie. Mm. Like, just because they sound like just shit shows. And hey, I, was just, I, was gonna like, say, I feel like what, Jurassic Park 3 went a little bit better, was. but not much better. This well, at least this sounded, movie had a script. Yeah, it's not like Sam Neill was just like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm gonna go fucking get drunk in my trailer every day. Every day. Like, there was no, yeah. like, actor animosity on Jurassic Park 3, at least from nothing I've read has stated yeah. that, other than some actors like, it wasn't great, you know, it wasn't a the, the best time in the world, but this was just a mess <laughs> from start to finish. Just an absolute mess. Uh, so the original villain... Uh, according to David Escorier, he wanted it to be um, Morbius. Yep, yep. But then they decided, no, we're going to make, we want to make Morbius a series. So we're going to scrap that. And why not make Drac the most generic vampire in history, the fucking villain of this movie? I like they were just clutching at straws this whole movie. Literally, we Van Helsing somebody. came out the same year. Which is a better that, movie. Isn't that, isn't that about Dracula too? Yeah. Better movie though. Man not, is a better movie. You say better but movie, it, but it's not that good. <laughs> it's not, but it's it's a better movie. <laughs> oh boy! It doesn't have to be much better to be better. Uh, in the comics, Hannibal King was uh, a vampire that was bitten by Deacon Frost. Did you know that? Yeah, it was uh, 
Tomb of Dracula 25, I think. No, no. Oh, was that was that a comic that Hannibal King and Deacon was that a Blade comic? Blade first appeared in, in uh, Tomb of Dracula 10. Yeah, but the one that uh, Hannibal shows Blade when they're talking about Dracula oh, is no. that that's 55, yeah. right? That's 55. Like that. yeah. yeah, that's yeah, 55. Yeah. yeah, the one that he shows them is not really right. You're right. No one really talking about. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's another. Said, um, yeah, Marvel's Tomb of Dracula comic was early 70s title, which included the first appearance of Blade and Hannibal King, both written by Marv Wolfman, who was the creator of Blade. Yeah, because Deacon Frost wasn't, he in the original comics, he was like this old German vampire. He wasn't a half-breed, he was a pure vampire. He wasn't like a 25-year-old half-breed? No, he was like an old, you know, mm. World War One. let's go shoot Franz Ferdinand kind of thing. Right. There was supposed to be a crossover between the Underworld series and Blade series after Trinity, but unfortunately that didn't come through because by the time everything was trying to get worked out, Marvel Studios had the rights, and it's just, you know, ancient history now. I don't know what I... I, Dude, if we ever do those movies, I won't know what to think about them. Oh, Underworld? Yeah. I've only seen... Fully, I've only seen the first one. Like, from Same. start to finish. And guess what? We get to talk about Scott Speedman again. Remember Scott Speedman? Remember you remember Scott, Scott Speedman, Speedman man? Remember Scott <laughs> guess what? Speedman. He makes appearances in the Underworld series. Does he shoot Let people with a shotgun know. in that movie, too? No he, no, he turns into a werewolf. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. There's a lot, but you know what? Mostly it's just how toxic and ridiculous the behind the scenes of this film is so we're gonna go into the plot now because yeah. the plot isn't much better <laughs> not so, really so the movie starts with the first Mar- uh, Marvel logo we ever see in a Blade movie as we stated before Woo. and Ryan Reynolds narrates hi, hi I, I literally heard, Ryan Reynolds yes I and as you're watching this you're going is this, did I put the wrong Blu-ray in? Did I put Deadpool in? Because this yeah. kind of just feels that same route. I love Deadpool. Listen, I'm wearing my Deadpool shirt because oh, for one, Ryan Reynolds is in this movie and two, I don't have a Blade shirt. And this is the closest I could get. Go ahead. I was going to say, because at this time, like you mentioned, Ryan Reynolds has only really done like comedies and stuff, right? right? Yeah. Because he didn't, he, when did he do his first Deadpool appearance? In oh, that wasn't Origins? until... Oh, that was 2009? Yeah, I knew, I figured it was a couple of years after this. Because this yeah. was 2004. But yeah, because he wasn't known for much. And like, why is he narrating it? What, why not? Right. Well, Blade, was, he was high. But why not? <laughs> no, Chris Christopherson. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, so we get this Ryan Reynolds narration. I could, I could not. Listen, there are parts of this movie I literally, it's like a fog. I just was like, dude. I don't care that I don't remember this because it's bad. I agree. We then uh, see helicopters flying into the uh, the subtitle says Syrian desert, <laughs> which then they mention later that they found them in Iraq, which then people stated if it was Iraq, the helicopters would have been shot down by U.S. troops. And I'm like, this is a fucking movie about fucking vampires. Why do you got to be that way? Why do we have to be that technical? Well, let's just say the soldiers just weren't there this day. Yeah, exactly. It was their day off. They were on vacation. Oh, God. We get a cool... I mean, the, the temple's really cool. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we... Is these, that 
yeah, we get the characters coming out of the helicopters addressing these these cool looking suits, and one of them just turns around and flips off the sun. And you're like, all right, that's a cool touch. I kind of like it's that. Pro- it's probably Paul. I said I flip off the sun <laughs> on a daily basis. Yeah. It just seems like something he would do. It's at least his character. I stand at my window and flip <laughs> off the snow as it falls outside. All right. Fuck you, you snow. Gonna- Enjoy your snow, by the way. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. you. I don't it. want it. <laughs> we'll take some. I'll take some. Good. Please, you can have please. it all. God damn. Go to Parker's house. Let's go to Parker's house. Sorry. Only excited. if I get to not go to work. It's the only time I want snow. We at Parker's house. You won't have to worry about work. Yeah, you ain't going to work if you're coming to my house. <laughs> That's right. If you, I mean, you're the only work you're going to do is we're going to do a in-person podcast. That's the only Hell work yeah. we have to do. Yeah, I've Jaws six. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Jaws. Yeah. Oh, you do please. know we're gonna do that fucking movie at some point. Oh, can we do bad CGI shark? Is that a title <laughs> of a movie? It's a movie. It is a real movie. Oh God. So the group is rec- is uncovering a tomb of an ancient vampire. They get attacked, and oh, I hate. Why do they gotta put strobe lights in everything? Every movie's like, you yeah, gotta put bad. a fucking strobe light. Like, the, she drops the light, and it, then it breaks, and so it's flashing, and dudes are getting attacked, and I'm like, oh, God, I fucking hate I this so much. I don't feel like that added anything to the scene. No, it, like, it it's didn't. Like, just a problem for people with photosensitivity. Like, yeah, it was bad. I mean, the biggest thing is, is they show Parker Posey's character there. What the hell is her name? Person? Danica. Danica. Then you had Triple H's character. Jarko. Grimwood. Just call him Grimwood. That's Grimwood. Yeah. And some uh, throwaway guy who gets killed, and the and Danica's brother's there, right? Asher. Asher. So they're all there, and the way that the scene is set up, it's like they all die, because it shows her screaming, and then it cuts to black, and you're like, oh shit, Parker Posey didn't last very long in this movie. I mean, I've seen this movie, so I know like, what happened, but if you're f- seeing this for the first time, you're like, oh shit, they all just died, and then you see him fucking two minutes later, and you're like. What was the point of that scene? Because he breaks out of a coffin, not prison, but he breaks out of a coffin or being buried in the ground. <laughs> he's breaking out of something, his... all right? He's yeah, breaking exactly. out of something. He knows what he's doing. Episode. Very, very well. New series on Fox. Dominic Purcelli is in Coffin Break. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. Please. Oh. Oh, like, he, like, he, like, he, like, marks this one vampire, which I'm yeah. assuming he was a vampire. And then it's just, yeah. like, does he, like, roar or something during the strobe? And it just yes. Cuts. The design of him is pretty cool. Yeah, I do yeah, like, the, I like this, his... like, old, like, he just, he looks like a demon. Yeah, it looks cool. Pretty badass. Uh, we get a like <laughs> design. Yes, very, it is very cool. I'll give him that. I wish he would just stayed in this design and I didn't have to look at Dominic Purcell and his terrible acting. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dominic Purcell. I don't. You're not. I have other. Who gives a shit? I have other qualms with it aside from it being Dominic Purcell. I don't. I actually don't have an issue with him. But he didn't do anything. Anything no, outstanding. He's, he was just he's there, not that bad. I just want to, you know, make it extra. There's something in the movie that happens. I'm like, that's writing. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, we then cut to a couple of dudes getting interviewed by a CNN CNN like buffoon. This dude, I fuck it. This guy looked like Anthony Bourdain with an afro. That's who I was like. That's what th- remind me of. I was like Anthony Bourdain. Like R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. You even sounded like you him. Legend. Yeah, but this guy made Anthony like it just like put a bad taste in my mouth because Anthony Bourdain was a an awesome dude. Yes, he um, was. He was, they're talking about vampires. They got this psychiatrist who's, or not a psychiatrist. What the fuck is he? 
the guy with the glasses. He always is in comedies, and I can't think I, of his name. I it, cannot stand this dude in this fucking movie. <laughs> I cannot at all. Yeah, so one of them, he's talking about vampires who believes he believes in vampires and stuff. And then we got this police, the police commissioner who is like vampires. If there was vampires, we'd know about it. And then they talk about Blade, about how Blade is like public enemy number one. Because he's, he's out vigilante. there just murking. Yeah, he's out there just murking dudes. He's like, he pretends like they're vampires, but he could just be crazy. And they're like, oh, God. We then cut to a very fiery explosion at a warehouse. Yep. That, and that mm-hmm. uh, Blade is getting rid of all the vampires that are there because clearly they're vampires because he's throwing shit at them and they're just combusting <laughs> like we've yep. s- seen in two other movies. A CG slightly better. It doesn't yes, greatly yes. improve. It's like, okay, I can tell it looks a little bit better when they combust. It doesn't look like a bunch yep. of particles. Uh, Blade jumps on a moving truck driven by Whistler uh, after he escapes. He gets in his sweet car in the back and drives out uh, chasing the fleeing vampires. Yep. Woo. Uh, Blade, Woo-wee-woo. <laughs> Blade's got some cool new features on his car. Uh, I guess he had these on his car in the other two films. He just never used them. The ultraviolet headlights, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I like how the the two guys, the you know, the guys driving, they got the passenger, and he turns on the lights, and the freaking driver just freaking turns into dust. And the other yep. guys is like shit, and he's hiding though. So you're like you 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 don't figure it out yet, but he's hiding because you're like oh shit, he's just trying to avoid the light, and then it crashes. And Blade goes up to kill, or he shoots him with one of the silver stakes, and he doesn't yep. he doesn't combust. And so Blade walks up and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> he's he, like, literally, yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, "Stupid, I'm not a vampire." As he takes out his his fake teeth, and Blade uh, gets videotaped by Danica, who's over on a building like seven miles away, somehow with a, this standard dslr camera can capture blade killing this man and yeah they set blade up so now he has killed a human so he's a murderer so now he's wanted for murder how dare like how it takes him killing one one person but he's like murked like tons more exactly nobody ever talks about it (laughs) so we uh we then go with blade to his new hideout and it's on like a dock or this like marina or something what what is this place is this a marina of some it sort? looks yeah, like an old boat dock or boat yeah. storage or it's something. Huge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Whistler, um, he gives Blade a new way of administering his treatment. It's like an inhaler. Yeah. Some friends made for him. Yeah. He's like, you have friends? He's like, well, you used to. <laughs> right? Like the good old days. Mm-hmm. We then cut to Dexter's dad. Uh, he's the cop who is going to stop Blade. <laughs> Dexter's dad, yeah. He, he was a cop as well. Yes, that's true. Have... Well, actually, the, technically in this movie, he's an FBI agent. He's not... Uh, they're not considered cops. They're agents. They're above the law. Yeah. yeah. We see a wanted poster where Blade is only 5'8". Did you see that on the wall? No. His wanted poster, it tells you how tall he is and how much... Well, I guess, a, I guess he's only 5'8". Blade's not a very tall man. You don't need to be tall. I guess not. Uh, time to meet our new big bad. 
as the vampires are all like afraid of the the creature inside Danica's like nah I'm going in there I'm going to confront him I'm going to talk to him and she goes inside and he's still in this in his like ancient form which I'm going to call yeah. it and then he turns into a human got really loud don't do that and right. he's pretty much like against everything he's like the reason I was sleeping all this time is because you fucking suck the vampire kind sucks now you're all a yeah, bunch of pansies. Downhill. Yeah. Yep. And she's like, well, we need your help so that we be we can become like Blade. We can walk amongst the sun. And they're like, oh, okay. Cool. I feel like this is literally the plot point for every fucking Blade movie. Yeah, it is. Actually, <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> How can we get the vampires to be able to live like everybody else? It's all, it's all about discrimination, dude. It is. Should we? I mean, here's the thing. Should we feel bad for the vampires because they're just trying to have a better life? They want to I mean, not be like this. Surely not all of them are bad. Like, there's probably ones that just get blood from the blood bank stuff, and they're yeah. like they don't actually actively hunt humans or nothing. Right. Yeah. There probably are ones that don't. I think Blade is just—he's just angry. He just kills them all. He don't give a fuck. I—I I, to be honest, I hate Blade in this movie. I just, oh, he's so. I, it, it's probably the fact that Wesley Snipes doesn't give a fuck in this movie that made the character just so hateable. Oh, I just didn't like him. So, like the first one, obviously, I said he didn't say very much. No, right? But it was it was part of the mystique behind the character, right? It was right. more Whistler and stuff, and um, Karen like pushing the narrative ahead. Mm-hmm. Blade just did his thing. But yeah, this one he just feels totally checked out. Yeah, hundred percent. That's it. Uh, Whistler is, he's buying a paper and he gets photographed by one of the FBI agents. Uh, he goes back and he tells Blade to be smarter if he wants to survive. So stop just going out there and just murking everybody and causing and grabbing attention here. We then cut to a subway or a, is this considered a subway? Because if it's outside, what are the, is it just a train uh, station, a I guess? Tro- trolley? A tra- not really trolley. It's not to say a train station. Train. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of rowdy teenagers who are just blatantly announcing that they are t- trying to pick a person to eat. It's like, what about this one? This fatty here. And it's like, nah. And it's like, what about this one? What about this one? Yeah. And then they notice this woman who looks uh, kind of looks homeless and there's a baby crying. So she's got there's not just one, but two main course and dessert. Double prizes. Woo. So they chase after. Well, they don't really chase after. They kind of stalk her. She, you know, goes up to a bench uh, and she can hear them like being all rowdy and talking and she's getting nervous. And then she gets up or she sits down and one of them just pops out of nowhere. It's kind of like a slight jump scare. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, you got me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. He threatens her, he gets in her face, you know, says a bunch of shit, then he rips the baby out, and she, you know, she plays it really well, you know, crying hysterically as the baby gets torn from her, and then they realize it's fake, and she just gets up, and she freaking, pa pa pa. she got a knife in her shoe, she stabs one, yeah, I'm like, that was cool. and then she does the epic, like, coat takeoff, and you're like, nice, and then she's fighting them all. 
I like how she, again, we're back to the logic of like how, I guess you could just literally stab a vampire anywhere and it dies. Like yeah. we got yeah. another nut shot or one of them gets stabbed right in the junk. <laughs> and we, that we see, does she kill the last guy with the cool bow? Like the cool, like laser bow that we see twice in the whole yes. movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, she does. Cause she pulls it out from to yeah, and she's clearly not holding anything because it's really bad CGI when yep, this thing yep. gets whipped out. Yeah. Well, I didn't re- I didn't realize she was just going to like touch him with it. I'm like, oh, she's going to use it bow and arrow style. No, nope. she just just like. <laughs> and now you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get we cut back to Blade and he's meditating in his compound Blade. and the feds are here and they're ruining his Zen. Whistler takes out a few with his big giant gun. Got a shotgun, couple of them actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He was using a shotgun, and he was just yeah, blasting them. At first, I'm like, okay, they're. I like how they're running in, and one of and the and James Remar's character, he's just like, shoot to kill, and I'm like, I don't think that's how you're supposed to go about this. And then Whistler blasts one of them, and then I'm like, okay, now now you can shoot yeah. to kill. I, okay. Yeah, because he's like, they're like cut down. They're all like really cut down, like single hand, like shotguns. Yeah. Not, there's no stock. It's just like yeah, the little he's pistol just, grip. He's literally just walking da, da, da. through rooms and just. Pff, and I, I never Bop. see him reload, but he shoots at least like six to eight rounds in yeah, that shotgun. Well, the, the, I know one of them he shoots for a while and then he drops because he grabs another one. Oh, from okay. like another strategically stashed one. Just starts dropping more guys. Yeah. I didn't even count shots, to be honest. Yeah, nah, I it was just a guess. He, he yeah, he shoots uh, a few of them and he gets shot as well. And as after he gets shot the first time, he goes to all the computers and he's I'm guessing he's trying to do like backup on them. Yeah. Transferring the data. Transfer. Yeah. Transferring the data to uh, the location that we see later on. Um, And yeah, I was like, how many goddamn computers are there? It seems like he's taking it's doing this for a long time. He's like, one, two is like five computers. Like, holy shit. Why don't you have a centralized database? Exactly. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Whistler. You're it was a time told man. Maybe he doesn't want everything all in one place. Could be. But before Should all this happens, yeah. Before all this happens, Whistler has a, a good heart to heart with Blade about how he wishes things could have been different. Uh, and you know he doesn't want to. He pretty much doesn't want to see Blade die. But unfortunately, uh, Whistler's the one to die because he tells Blade to leave and then blows up the whole place. Yeah, because he, he does tell Blade that he considers him like a son. Yeah. Which is like the only time you really get like a real, like well not the only, he kind of alludes to it in the previous two films, but I think this is like the first one where he's like, dude, you know, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Crazy thing is, this is the second time Whistler dies. Yep. Yep. In a, in a Blade film. And this, and boy, Blade gets emotional. Like he, he has a moment. Yeah, he like drops down on his knee, like grits his teeth really hard. He's like, no, like he stubbed his toe on a desk. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the most emotion I saw, you know, Blade, you know, put out there throughout the whole movie. And we then he gets arrested, of course. And then the next scene is Blade waking up and he's dealing with these two knucklehead cops. God, they suck. And I love James Remar. I think he's great, but he fucking these two guys are fucking buffoons. They're like, he's like, where's Whistler? He's like, he's dead. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, man. 
<laughs> and then the that doctor who was getting interviewed on CNN earlier, he p- comes in. He's like, hey, Blade, my name is blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the fuck your name is. Dr. Dr. Vance. Thank you. I th- it was I my, it was my next line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and we find out Blade has killed 1,187 people. Yeah, because he asked how many people he killed or something. Yeah. Three, four. No, a little bit more than the that. The guy remembers, mm. man. Steel trap. So yeah, Dr. Vance shows up to give Blade a psych- uh, psychological evaluation. They talk about vampires. Does drinking blood arouse you, Blade? What I hate this whole fuck? scene. This whole scene. It's like, why did you put this in this movie? It was very... Oh. I, mean, I, I guess that's kind of the point. But this is my problem with this movie. Is there scenes in this film that I don't think need to be in this film? No, 100%. They don't add anything to it. I don't know what the fuck they were trying. It's like this and then the Dracula store thing later and some others. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It was just added in there to just, you know, to kind of just, yeah, it was worthless. It was pointless bullshit that we didn't need. There was actually a, a part of the script that was written where Blade and Abigail were supposed to have a sex scene. There was zero chemistry between those two. Thank God that didn't happen. Yikes. That would have well, been I mean, fucking weird. It would have bro- Well, if they had shown anything, it would have broke the rules of this series anyway, because there's right. really no nudity in any of these. And I, there's really I don't no know if that's got sex some... in it either. Well, that's not the one first one, but you know, whatever. Was there sex in the first one? <laughs> oh, you mean the blood sucking? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sex scene that's not close a sex enough. scene. <laughs> yeah, that was it's the closest yeah, we got. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get a dissect that film sure just says sex scene that's not a sex scene. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, but I, I wonder if that has something to do with the Marvel license. Like you can have her stuff, you can make it violent, but no sex or nudity. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like other Marvel properties that were that were out there that would have been in the same vein that would have been rated r the closest thing we got to a sex scene a proper sex scene was not an r-rated movie by marvel eternals oh i haven't even seen that yet but i heard there Sorry, was a sex it, scene in that there is there legitimately is obviously you don't see anything because it's pg-13 but it, it, it's it's a, there's no two ways around it it's a sex scene so blade is being transferred to a psychiatric hospital and we find out dr vance is a familiar Yay. yeah well he's also, Blade is like he's like he's coming down. Like he needs his he needs his, his serum serum. Yeah, but they probably just pulled him out of a trailer, his trailer, and sat him down in a chair. Yeah, he was he higher than there a fucking kite. Just, they look around like there's a screenshot on IMDb of where Doctor Vance is questioning him, and he's just like that's what yeah. he looked like the whole fucking scene when he started <laughs> like I'm I'm getting the thirst. Well, uh, Danica and her goons disguise themselves as hospital staff to come pick up Blade. But a savior by the name of Hannibal King comes to the rescue and he wears a name tag that says, hello, my my name is fuck you. And guess what? We get more of that later when Blade just flips the fuck out about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blade's back because Hannibal gives him the serum. Woo! Uh, He and Hannibal just walk down a hall beating the shit out of everybody. And we find out that Abigail's, uh, that this girl that we saw earlier beat the shit out of those teenage hooligans uh, is Abigail Whistler because King yells Whistler. And Blade's like, reaction is stone-faced stare in a certain direction, and then we move on. (laughs) Yep, yep. 
He's like, I'm reacting to stimuli. Like, yeah. He's dead. <laughs> She's got a really cool bow that, sh that shoots really cool uh, arrows, kind of like someone yep. else in Marvel. <laughs> no. I had to put yeah. that note in there. Yeah, no. I like her wrong. character, but like, I'm like, all right. It's okay. The DC version's better. He was an established Hawkeye wasn't an established character in the MCU, anyways, because the MCU didn't even exist yet. So, yeah, but he was a long. What are you saying? Green, are you saying Green Arrow is cooler than Hawkeye? Absolutely. Hmm. All right. I think it's okay to be wrong. No, listen, you guys' exposures to like the fucking Arrow TV series, which the first I don't season was okay. Fuck that! I haven't watched a single episode of that show. Good. I know about it from the comics, and he's a great character. He looks like Robin Hood. He did for a while, yeah. That's his shtick. Yeah. It's a good character. Uh, Hannibal and Whistler uh, go out the front, and Blade just drops in from a very high distance. I didn't realize that he could survive that. Never, there was it. never an indication in any of these films that he could jump from fucking 25 stories and land in the superhero. Po I was waiting for Ryan Reynolds to just go, superhero landing, just like he does in Deadpool. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they did that scene in Deadpool because of this movie. They just they wanted maybe, to make a joke. Maybe that maybe that was it. That would have been hilarious. That would be hilarious. One day I when I interview Ryan Reynolds in my dreams, uh, <laughs> he needed to get his sword. Cool. Yep. Uh, they escape. They hop into a, a truck driven by some some guy that's part of this group. They go to a new hideout, and the group is led by Abigail and Hannibal. At least I believe so and they're called the night stalkers <clears throat> Ooh, and blade is not a fan he's like night stalkers that's a stupid fucking name and then he points at the, the the sticker that hannibal has on his chest he's like what do you think is a fucking joke to you dude he gets so aggressive in this scene like he just goes away like you're all kids you're all like, and hannibal's reaction is perfect he's like we just saved your ass man like we seem yeah. like we can hold our own like yeah. What is happening right now? <laughs> I think he just went on a rant, and they're like, "Should we cut?" Like, no, I'll just keep rolling. Nah, this is li <laughs> yeah. You literally, you weren't watching him acting. You were literally watching him actually talk to these people the way he wanted to. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah, we find out Hannibal used to be a vampire, and he yep. was in Doctor or uh, 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 what the what's the blind doctor's name? Summerfeld. Uh, so Summerfield. She came out with a, a serum to he or to change him back to a human. Yeah, because um, he he was um, Danica's pet. Yeah, he belonged to Danica. Yeah. Yeah. He goes. Um, he goes through all of like the the different people. I loved the by one of my favorite lines that Hannibal says when he's talking about Danica, and he's like, unlike other vampires, her fangs are located in her vagina. <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. The way he describes them all, great. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds is just, the way he delivers his lines just are great. Even though, like when you listen to him talk in the scene, and then you listen to him talk in a scene from Deadpool, it's the same character. Like just yep. the way that they interact with people. He's just got work, you know, quick responses to things. The only thing, even for him in this movie, like he, he was probably one of the best parts of the film for me. Yeah. Um, as far as characters go, but I just didn't think it, some of his jokes just weren't that great. In my opinion, I'm just like, okay, I'll just it, go with it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. I don't think everything landed, but I think it was also the point because even when he's trying to crack those jokes 
when he's captured later and they're just like is this all you do <laughs> yeah, yeah no no exactly no i agree because because there's a few times he's like i'll shut up <laughs> yeah so or that find... one time he's like oh good no go ahead sorry. Oh, no no go ahead he's like i had a lot of sugar this morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we find out that the man that they dug up earlier was Dracula, or as he likes to be called, Drake. He's the first ever vampire, and he comes from Somalia, Somalian shit. He's very old. He's older than Bram Stoker's Dracula and all that fucking shit. We got a whole thing about that. We get the the weird like flashes where it shows him doing different things as they're describing him, and you're like, oh, yeah, of course okay. we do. Mm -hmm. Then we get the really bad fucking shot of Drake walking down the street. And it's like he's walking, but everything else is going really fast. And then he walks by in this really terrible green screen where the sun is quickly flying across yeah. the fucking sky. Yep. I was like, whoa, this is bad. This looks terrible. Uh, he goes to a shop that sells Dracula merch. And this is a, a scene that needed. I did not need to be in this movie. And he's not a fan of this. And and then, you know, he attacks the, the guy behind the counter. He throws him through a window. And then he's dude, he, he this is this is the closest you're going to get to a rape scene without it being a rape scene. Yeah, no, that's true. I agree because he just pins her down to the chair and then, you know, sucks her blood. And you're like, why does it always have to be so sexual? It's just so like this one made me uncomfortable. Just the like vampirism is all about, man. Like this, the the actress played it off really well. The way that she reacts to the whole thing, uh, which yeah, made yeah, it absolutely. make you know, the whole point is to feel uncomfortable in this instant. But whoa, boy, this was a scene that did not need to be in the movie. Uh, we, I the Sonnenfeld or Sommerfeld, Sonnenfeld. That's the director of Men in Black. Uh, <laughs> Sommerfeld uh, has come up with a way of wiping out the vampires called Daystar, but in order for it to be successful. They need blood from Dracula himself. They meet uh, Hedges, the man behind the weapons, played by Patton Oswalt. And, you know, I like where it's like, uh, Hannibal's like, you, have you ever been laid, Hedges? He's like, yes, many times by women. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's, just, it's like, this is such <laughs> a early, mid-2000s yes. stereotype right yes, here. Yes, 100%. Uh, Blade... And the gang go after the humans, uh, pretty much the familiars, to get to the vamps, which I like. Mm -hmm. the. This was actually probably the best scene for Blade was the one where they got the guy hanging up upside down and they're fucking with him and his phone rings and he looks at Abigail and he looks at Hannibal and then he looks down and he's like, oh, it's you. It's like, like the most emotive he is in this yeah. entire fucking movie. He's like, give, give it up. But then once he gets the phone, bad. his emotion just flies out the window. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Just like the guy falling off the edge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and after the the phone call, he dropped. They just dropped the guy. Yeah, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, Abigail really likes uh, her, you know, music. She sets up like playlists for when she goes out. But when, how many yep. fucking times do we need to see her flip her headphones around and then put them in her ears? You're like, Jesus, I've seen this fifteen times. We got it, lady. We, <laughs> we understand. Why do we need to see it every time? They just really like guys. Remember music. You you want to see yeah. it again? <laughs> like Jesus right. Christ, I'm 
I'm tired. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm surprised she did not kill anybody with them fucking headphones. <laughs> she just whips some. I just want to know night. how she was able to fight and do all that without like the headphones coming out of the jack. Because listen, I've worked with head, you know, non Bluetooth headphones where you have it in your pocket and you're doing some stuff and it gets yes. like it comes out a little bit and you're like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, there's no gotta... way she's shoving that in that jack and then doing crazy fight moves and the music's not cutting out. Yep. We have headsets at work, and <laughs> you can't even walk through the store without right. getting it caught on something, like yanking it out of your ear. And we're talking about early Apple here. This is like early Apple. Because she's using all the trouble iPod. started. Yeah, because they really got to show you how they got to show you iTunes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, they find uh, Vance's office. They go to it, and of course, they just slap the shit out of everybody on their way up there. I like how <laughs> Abigail just points at a woman and goes, sit down. And my wife's like, did she just tell her to sit down? I mean, yes. Are you going to argue yeah. with her? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, thanks. That's all I got to do. That's fine. They go in there, and they immediately notice that it's not actually Vance. That it's, it's him, it's him. And... Drake grabs onto Hannibal, brings him over, stabs him, throws him, jumps out a window. Blade chases after him. It's this really kind of lame chase scene. Where it's like, why is Drake running away? <laughs> like, why? He's like the most powerful vampire. He said the He's same running thing. away. I said, I'm gonna let you finish before I go on my rant. The scene. I just no. Oh. Drake takes a baby while he's at it. And. <laughs> They get to the top of the uh, they get to the roof of this building and Blade's like, ooh, sun sunlight doesn't affect you. And he's like, I was the first. Nothing affects me like the others. And he's like, that's why they want me here, because they want to become something like me and you. But fuck the vampires. Be- They're stupid. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Fuck them bitches. Uh, at the end of this conversation, he throws the baby. Blade catches it and then looks at it and goes, Coochie Coo. The baby cries. <laughs> and I was like, oh, jeez. So oh. Here's, my, here's my problem. It's like they tout him up as being this badass motherfucker like Drac, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like he's dope. He's strong as fuck. He's like, I don't want to deal with your problems. He's like, all right, I'll fight Blade, whatever. <laughs> and he's all like, we know nobility and honor and fighting by the sword. But he takes, you know... Hannibal is a fucking human shield and stabs him and then runs away and grabs a baby. Like, where's the honor and integrity <laughs> in any of this? Did you pay attention to your fucking script the entire time you wrote this shit, David S. Goyer? Because if clearly you did not. Like I said, I got a feeling. I got a feeling they're like, David, listen to me. We need a third movie, but we're going to be heavily involved in this as a studio. And he's like, fuck. So he just churned something out. Yeah, turns like I'm getting a paycheck out of this. I've seen, I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen yeah. where they purposely make a bad movie because of the studio. Yeah, uh, it's shit. This whole scene sucks. Ab- Abigail finds Hannibal and she heals him with fucking spray foam. She literally just shoves a fucking spray foam tube into his chest and, mm-hmm. and just come. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna healthy. hurt a little. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're fine. Uh, we get a whistler. Uh, voice over as Abigail takes a shower. We get that really slow mo thing where she's, it's like him, you know, it's ADR from prior movies. Yeah, yeah. And then except she, there is some new dialogue in there because he yeah. mentions that you hear him say Abigail, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So. 
And we see her taking a shower. She's just gonna, you know, it's that typical shower scene where she's in like the fetal position sitting on the ground. I'm like, it's kind of dirty. Why would you want to sit there? It's a shower. I don't sit in the shower. I stand in the shower personally. Get a bench. Uh, Blade Blade doesn't like Hannibal. And I love where where Hannibal like goes. He's like, he doesn't like me, does he? He's like, she's like, no. (laughs) You might try uh, blinking sometime. Yeah. Which apparently was entirely ad-libbed. Yes. Yes, it was. That's and that's probably why he didn't like him. Why he really? Why Wesley Snipes really didn't like Ryan Reynolds. Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, uh, we get this really weird scene between Danica and Drake. Uh, where they're, you know, kind of like, hey, man, why don't you, can you help us become like you? And he's like, let me drink your blood. And of course you're like, all right. This is how this is going to be. What is going to happen with her? I was confused. Like, do vampires not like. So if a vampire drinks from another vampire, nothing happens. Was he transferring some of his powers over to her? It never gets explained. Is this one of those? Is this one of those scenes like a lot that came before it that just didn't need to be in this movie? Pretty much. They talk about the crucifix on her neck. That she was, was a good, that? that she was a good school. She was like a, a good Christian schoolgirl or something when she was young. Yeah. And, and then he's like, like I can make you a better one or something like that. Yeah. So I'm guessing she wants, wasn't, she's not pure blood then. He just wants to dick her down. That's all it was. Or suck her down. We got dots in here. See, no one cares. Cares Exactly. Yes. Thank you. That's going to be the new one. Any scene that we just don't give a fuck about. <laughs> Scream out Dotson. We got Dotson here. There's been See? so many Nobody already. Cares. I know, right? Exactly. What, what half the movie? <laughs> oh, uh, Doc figures out where the vampires are held, uh, held up. They discover a blood farm. And the oh, police chief means. knows all about it. I think this is a cool scene. The blood farm cool scene, scene, I like. Yeah. I like that. Because you like, talked about that in the first one. Yeah. Well, that was it. like, that was an uh, idea for the first one. There's actually a deleted scene <clears throat> where when uh, Karen or when um, Frost has Karen, he has like, there's a freezer that he opens up and it's a bunch of bodies hanging like they hang in this blood farm. And it's mm-hmm. him explaining the whole thing. He's like, well, you know, we don't. You know, you think that we just go out every day and hunt for new blood? No, we just get, you know, some humans and they can harvest a certain amount of blood for us throughout their life. And then once they're useless, we get rid of them. Yep. The, the concept was there. They just were like, oh, well, I guess we'll use it for this one. Yeah. I mean, that 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 bit I like. And like, I feel like I said, it's building yeah. more of the lore for this universe. So. Blade. Yeah. So Blade decides, you know, of course, this is inhumane. This is fucked up. They have like it's like, oh, you know, the streets are full of of homeless people. So we figured that would be OK. And Blade's like, you fucking suck, bro. He tells the he's like, you got 10 seconds to leave. And he goes one, two, ten, and then shoots the cop in the back. Yep. Yep. And then he so. shuts down the farm, which, you know, kills everybody. I was I thought the woman was going to fight it, but instead she immediately tells him the password. And she shut, and they they shut it down. So I, I like how paid enough for this bullshit. Yeah. He literally goes up to her. He's like, "What's the password?" And she says the password. And then he just he does that thing where like she doesn't do anything, and he just goes, "Do it." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um. 
we then see Whistler. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, here? yeah, 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 yeah. He goes down. You're like, oh my god, Whistler didn't die. Yay, he's back. I mean, we know that's not the case. But no, it's Drake. And the way that he's hovering over Hannibal, you're like, oh, well, Hannibal's dead. No. Yep. <clears throat> that's what uh, I thought. But Dex and Hedges are are dead. So Dex is the the guy who picked them up from when he was being Blade was being held at the police yeah, station. He was, dri- he was driving like <clears throat> the seventies Cherokee. Yep. Yeah. The doc uh, tells her daughter to hide as she investigates, and of course she's blind, so she's got to use her the stick. And she's you know, oh, also I want to uh, put it out there. She was reading in uh, reading her daughter a book, and of course she has to read it in Braille. Yeah, uh, and it's one of the Wizard of Oz books. I think it was um, the Emerald City of Oz was the book she was reading. Yeah, it was she one of those stories. Yep, and I like how that reference a reference to that comes up later, which I was like, okay, it- there's a little bit. Yeah, when the daughter um, is with Drake. Oh yeah, when she calls like, him you the gnome, gnome King. Yeah, he's like, do you know who yeah. I am? And she's like, you're the Gnome King. The do- so yeah, so she goes to investigate. Unfortunately, she runs into Drake. And so does her daughter. And of course the mother, you know, hearing the, the, the woman die off screen kind of sucked, but it was the scene where the freaking where Drake walks by and then he comes back and he just freaking does the terrifying, like he crawls in there. Yeah. He's doing a really, Oh, I was like, okay, that, that was pretty, pretty decent. Uh, Blade and the gang return to find the place torn apart. Hannibal's gone and everyone else is dead. Uh, the Yay! Dead. I mean, wait. <laughs> so when they find uh, Sommerfeld, um, clearly this was all one shot because this woman could not stop blinking while she was while her dead body was being held by oh, Abigail. I wasn't paying it was literally she's point. in her arms and she's like this, and and you can see her eyes like moving, and you're like, <laughs> somebody didn't tell her she's dead. <laughs> Oh, somebody's like, just, hey, her eyes are moving. Nobody's gonna notice. Yeah, just like, fuck, use it, just use it. We gotta get this shit over with. No, no I, I would. I, I, the way you're describing how this production of this film went would not surprise. Like, just get <laughs> it out, please. Oh man, we then go find Hannibal, and he wakes up next to a vampire pooch. We got the vamp. The pooch has got the the cool little split bottom, where like the vampires, like the what were they called, the Reapers? Yeah, yep. That's a reference to that. Yeah. More uh, jokes from Hannibal, of course. Danica threatens to bite him again. Uh, th- this scene actually was pretty good. The fact when she threatens him, because he's like, he's got all oh, the jokes. Yeah. She's like, I could bite you, and I just gonna sit here and watch you turn. And then the um, one of the guys brings the daughter in. He's like, and then when you get so hungry, I'm gonna watch you eat her. And you're like, Parker, yeah, that was good. you wild bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking yeah, that was ruthless. A good scene. Uh, Abigail <laughs> talks about uh, her pent-up sadness to Blade, and uh, she does a little bow shooting, and she's really fucking good. A driver... As demonstrated by the alleged $300,000 camera she broke. Yes! I, for, I Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem. So yes, yeah, so she shot... She was told to shoot at the camera, had a plexiglass cover over it, but I guess the only part was this little hole where the camera lens would sh- you know be able to clearly shoot the scene well she was so fucking good she hit the hole and destroyed a three hundred thousand dollar camera 
That's what you pay her for. Jessica Beale, <laughs> you you animal. I mean, you tell her to do something and she yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was just doing her job. I feel, uh, uh. Yeah. Damn. Movie sets are scary, man. Right? So, so, yeah, so a driver picks them up and brings them to another location where they watch a video left by the doctor where she's talking about the Daystar virus and she doesn't know if it's going to affect Blade. Because, of course, he's a half-breed, so she doesn't know if it's going to, if you know, have any effect on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blade, yeah, so Blade, uh, they only have one shot, though. There's literally one arrow, or one thing that, of course, Abigail attaches to an arrow, so they can't make any mistakes. There's always one. Yep. Always one. Always one. So, Blade and Abigail need to get ready. So we get a really cool getting ready montage. Yep. Oh, we got to have that. We're now riding some bikes. <laughs> yes. Pedal bikes. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> we got some crash rockets, as they call them. Uh, oh, yeah. And of course, Blade has to do a wheelie. Okay. <laughs> when in Rome. Yeah. Hannibal continues to fuck with the uh, the vamp group that he's hanging around. Um, Blade, he, I like how they're talking and Hannibal's talking about the iodized silver that's being pumped through the uh, vents. Yeah. Colloidal silver. Yeah, and everybody's like, off and, 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 and Blade makes a grand entrance. Well, I like how everything is like, in it, shit's about to go down, and then nothing happens. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then Blade yeah, comes and... through. the, Comes through, uh, and now it's time for a battle. You gotta love watching Abby put her earphones in <laughs> every oh, fucking absolutely. time. <laughs> Just a reminder, she listens to music because it's so <laughs> yes. relevant to the fucking plot. Oh, you never hear what she's listening to. It no. could have been a f- throwaway line. That's all. She just likes to listen to music while she kills vampires. And that's yeah. it. 100%. Just never, yeah, never bring it up again. That's it. Yep. Uh, she helps whoop some ass. And you got to love Blade's boomerang blade, which I've, this oh, is yeah. the first time you ever see it used in that fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he throws it up and it comes. He up has it in every movie, and I've seen him throw it, but he never uses it like a boomerang. Where he literally throws it in one level, jumps to the next level, and catches it because it goes around a corner. You're like, all right. Yep. Oh, I said, um, because I said it was like, oh, it's a batarang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's the bladerang. <laughs> Abby uses her cool bow on a vampire while saving Zoe. Hannibal gets attacked by vampire dogs. We got the little Pomeranian. I like how the 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 brother there, Danica's brother, Asher, he explains about how he's like, why the fuck are those dogs like that? He's like, oh, well, you know, we've been, you know, injecting some vampire blood into them to see what happens. And like on a fucking Pomeranian. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, we <laughs> so we got a Pomeranian and we have a uh, we have two Rottweilers with yes. some really bad CG on their face. Oh, absolutely. So bad. I just feel bad for the Pomeranian because when they all take off running, yeah, the Rottweilers run over run the Pomeranian. Over oh, yeah. poor thing! The whole time I'm watching this, you know like, it was I'm real. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. At this point in the movie, I'm like, are watching Resident Evil? <laughs> like, I legit, I was like, is this Resident Evil now? Like, what the fuck's going on? Mm. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, Hannibal keeps running, and <laughs> oh god. <laughs> He's hit. He's going down. Oh, it's not you coughing. This <laughs> water it's went down the wrong tube there. Uh, so, yeah, he's running away, getting chased by the dogs. And then he like grabs onto a pipe and the dogs just jump right off. And then you got the 
the Pomeranian trying to stop and it can't. It just falls off the top of the building. Yeah. Hannibal's all like cocky about it. He backs up. Then he falls right back into the cell that he was originally in. And when he gets up, he gets to fight Triple H now, which is. Have you seen my hey? Have you seen my dog? Have yeah. You tried checking the lobby. But <laughs> 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 uh, by the way, this fight is fucking fantastic because they, they they just go at each other. Oh, 100 percent. And like you get to see um, a little bit of. Triple H's wrestling movie fucking suplexes and oh, shit on, that, on right that metal on floor. The metal, uh, right on that, like, where Hannibal was, like, strapped to. And I'm like, oh, imagine if you landed good. on the fucking handles. Oh. It's a fun fight. I really yeah, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, this was probably the best fight scene in the whole movie because the Blade Drac fight? Not so much. Uh, yeah, nah. So, yeah, Blade fights Drac or Drake, or whatever the fuck his name is, as Hannibal fights Triple H. Abby kills Danica's brother. Uh, in Very the most quickly. Unser- yeah, it was literally like, think, all right, he's dead, because he has a gun and he was going to shoot Blade. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, Hannibal gets the better of Triple H because he literally punches his teeth, which are made out of, I'm guessing, silver, right? I have no idea what his teeth are made of. I have no idea. Because I think that's what kills him. But what did he do to him to kill him? He stuck something he does in some- his mouth, and then he punches him, and it causes oh, no, him to. It's one of the. It's one of the the UV emitting yeah. cartridges, bullets from his yeah. gun. Those UV oh, guns they have. He sticks okay. in his mouth. He and hits him in the mouth one time and hits him again, and yeah, it yeah. off. And yeah. I like I like when he like combusts and then he like falls through the the the, the wall that's there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, good was, that was cool. It's good stuff. Uh, Drake transforms into his demon form. This isn't even and my final form. Just well, absolutely is. throws Blade around. Danica, uh, Danica then jumps in and tries and starts a fight with Hannibal. <clears throat> Blade stabs Drake with the virus after a failed attempt by uh, Abigail. He literally she shoots it. Drake catches it. You got the cool catch, and then he throws it down, and that's when Blade picks it up and stabs him. Which then, what happens is this virus goes into Drake, and when it's mixed with his blood, it puts out an emission where it like puts a shit in the air where any vampire ingests it, it it just kills them. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a bio aerosol or something. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking wild. This is actually a it's, pretty it, cool scene. We got the vampires like running like, ah! and, like everybody's dying around. Yeah, around them, dude. It's. <clears throat> Dude, the ending, like, this movie is so, a large portion of this movie is so fucking predictable. Yeah. It's just, like, shot by, like, play by play. Like, okay, here's our action story playbook, or action movie playbook. We're just going to hit all these notes. Boom, 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 boom. Here you go. False ending, catches the arrow, and Owen Blade's going to get the, yeah. Whatever. I, I love when Danica's fucking with Hannibal on the stairs, and then she finally gets affected by it. And he just walks away. He's like, I'm going to, yeah, I'll be right back. I'll go get help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah. So Drake dies. He turns human, has a conversation with Blade. Then he dies. Does Blade die? No. There's no such Blade. Here's the terrible secret. There's no such thing as a thirst quencher. It just dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the most he ever said throughout the whole fucking movie. The cops rush in and they finally got Blade. And this is the most infamous scene of all time when it, when you talk about any Blade movie is this scene here. And I thought it was earlier in the film, but I guess it's the last scene you see. So 
Blade is like in a morgue, I'm guessing. I think they think he's dead. And they got a bunch of people around him. Uh, you got James Remar's character there. You got the other guy. You got the uh, mortician there and all that. And Blade wakes up. <laughs> His eyes open. Now, in reality, uh, he was he was told, hey, so in this scene, you're going to lay there with your eyes closed, and then when we tell you to open them, open them. And he refused to open his eyes. So what did they do? They CG'd eyes over his head to open so the scene would work. His eyes opening is all CG. It's not real. He kept his eyes closed because he was fucking with David S. Goyer. This movie, I swear. <laughs> this movie is a that fucking is... mess, bro. When I was a wow. kid and I watched this movie, this movie came out when I was like 14. No, I was like 13 years old. I remember seeing this as a teenager and I'm like, man, this movie's fucking cool. This movie's fucking trash. <laughs> this movie yeah, sucks. I, <laughs> I have seen this movie before and I remember so little of it. It was that bad. I That's enjoyed it because of Ryan Reynolds and I just was like more blade. I'm, I'm on board. But watching this recently, this movie is hot garbage. The best parts of the movie, I, I agree with, you, is is Ryan Reynolds, and I'm a big Triple H fan, so I like. Yeah, Triple no, H I thought he was good. It. To be honest, the supporting characters of this movie were actually pretty good. I thought Jessica Biel was pretty good. I don't think she was great, but yeah. I thought she yeah, was good. Uh, yeah. You know, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. I yeah. love everything he's in. Uh, the Parker Posey, fucking awesome. Triple H, the, they were fun. Dracula or Drake, he was just bored. He was the one. Throw what away. did he do in this movie? Was he the Outside villain? Being I'm there? so confused. He was in this movie for three minutes. He did nothing. I'm, he literally did nothing. <laughs> there's literally this movie is another about a two hour movie, roughly, right? It's, it's, sh- it's the shortest uh, Blade film. I think it was a little. It was like an hour. It was like 113 minutes. I think it's it's stated this this movie. Could have easily been an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, 100%. That's why they added all those scenes. That's why they added all those useless scenes. No one gave a fuck about. Or at least I didn't. It's so painful. There's the problem is we watch, I watch this movie and most of this movie is it's not even entertaining. It's just boring. And, but there are, there are parts there are with Ryan Reynolds doing his Ryan Reynolds thing, which is fine. And I like Triple H. Some of the fight scenes are fun. And like I like the stuff at the beginning with with like right before they get their base gets sieged with Blade and with Blade and Whistler, where he kind of like, hey, you know, whatever, you're like a son to me, like that whole scene. And then the whole like shootout scene is is cool. But I don't I don't I don't know. Most of this movie's just yeah. boring. It's such a fucking let after the second one, which was my favorite of them, and the first one's still really good. I, I don't know. I this just was and this I was just, only two years later, too. It just felt like I said, like, he was like, okay, this shit sucks. They're making me do another one. David Esquire probably didn't even want to fucking do it. And he's just like, I'm just going to make this movie and knock it out. And with his whatever script I come up with. And then, you know, everybody's pissed at what he was doing. But I don't know. Yeah. And what a, what a mess. It's fucking awful, dude. So, yeah. So he wakes up. He attacks everybody in the fucking room. And then that's it. I just pulled it up on YouTube. It's the, so bad. It's so I, my, the eyes. So it's I told terrible. my wife. So I told my wife before we watched. It, I was like, "There's a scene. It's a very infamous scene in this movie. But I'm not going to tell you where it is, and, I, and maybe you can point it out." Oh we watched it, God. and I was like, "And when the scene happened, I looked at her. I was like, did you see it?'" She's like, "No. What was it?" And I rewound it. I was like, "Watch his eyes. 
and it happened. She's like, what Yeah, that was my fuck? reaction. I didn't even notice that. I was like, I was eyes open. I wasn't paying attention. But like, why does it end the way it does? And then there's a, like a narrative at the end where it's like, Blade will awaken when his time is ready. And like, yeah. it happens after this scene. It's so bad. It's such like, a I don't, terrible. Oh, God, were they so trying bad. to build? Were they trying to build it up to make Blade the villain? Like, was know. he going to be like a villain in the next one? It doesn't know. even look like his eyes open. It just kind of looks like he, <clears throat> they phase out. The, listen, under listen, his I'm going to tell you exactly what it looks like. Annoying orange. Yeah. The eyes. That's exactly yes, 100%, what it looks like. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh god. I, I'm going to give this the fuck this movie seal of approval. No, do not. Uh, do do, not do, do I recommend this film? No. If watch you want, the first two, Watch though. the first two Blade films and you're set. It doesn't, there's no lead up to this movie when it comes to like at the end of Blade 2, does it, is there a lead, oh, does it tease anything? No, it doesn't. Watch Blade 1 and 2 and that's it. All right. Him driving, him driving away on the motorcycle. Yeah. Too. Looked like ass. It was all bad. It was just, just, this movie sucks. <laughs> See if you can find the post credit scene for it. I'm curious what it looks like. While she's looking that up. But anyway, I don't. Yeah, like like you said, literally nothing. Like two ends, as if it could just be the last movie. Like it does. Like you said, there's no build up to anything else happening. I don't know. Oh man. So yeah. So I guess I watched the unrated extended edition. I think that's the version that's on that triple pack. Because it says in the extended, yeah, the unrated extended edition, the body in the morgue does not transform back into Drake, which I don't even remember seeing the Dracula body in the morgue. Uh, Blade when you see the scene at the end when they're when they're coming in, you don't see Drake on the no. ground. No, you don't. You just see Blade. So yeah. it's like, where'd he go? Yeah. Blade awakens as the autopsy begins and attacks the doctors and FBI agents present, which is stupid. The scene ends as he menacingly approaches a cower cowering orderly, which was like that was the one where I was like, This isn't Blade. <laughs> this isn't what he's supposed to be. You're supposed to you're supposed to root for Blade, but like after seeing that, you're like, no, Blade fucking sucks. Uh, King narrates that the virus did not kill Blade as the human half of his heart did not stop beating. It only slowed down, causing him to enter into a comatose state until his body was ready to fight again. And then in another alternate ending, the Night Stalkers reappear six months later, having tracked a werewolf to an Asian casino. Yeah, see, I'd heard about the the, the supposed, yeah, it doesn't even show anything. The supposed, like the ending credit scene is just him driving his car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. off which is no different than him riding his bike at the end so i don't see what's even there but I, i've seen the i i had heard about the werewolf thing like when we were just looking into that which is kind of interesting it's so bad like that would have been that's what they should have just done for this movie just make it about werewolves that would have been cool we well, had I vampires i would have loved the villains. yeah i would have loved the blade uh underworlds crossover yeah you had cool. the the first movie was vampires second movie was the reapers Give us something Which different. Which were a for the type of movie. vampire, right? Yeah, but they yeah. were different enough. Right, right, right. And, and I stand by it. The vampires in these movies are like the, they're like not, they're the most underpowered vampires I swear I've ever seen. Yeah. Like every once in a while you'll see them like do something cool, but for the most part, like anybody could beat their ass. There was nobody menacing in this movie. There was not a single character. Yeah. I was like, man, this character's scary. Like Deacon Frost was a good villain. Yeah, and the people around him, I thought, were pretty pretty good. Um, Blade Two, of course, like I feel like Blade Two had the most like holy shit characters. Yeah, like, the Reapers themselves were just terrifying. 
Yeah, like you couldn't kill them with most conventional means, like yeah. the, the silver bullets and stuff didn't do that. It was like, okay, so we have a problem. You got to figure out another way to kill them. Yeah, like it, it had some some higher stakes to it. I feel like the vampires but, as a whole in this entire franchise were laughable, other than yeah. certain ones. They were like yeah. not like oh oh my god, these things are scary. No, the Reapers were the scariest part of Blade Two, and Blade yep. One it was mostly just Deacon Frost's uh determination which was the scariest thing and him wanting to yep. become this blood god but in blade trinity it was like it was not like drac was just a fucking this muscle head who was supposed to he was supposed to be dracula like this is stupid it's dumb as fuck. stupid it was lazy writing that they put dracula the, in this movie the the one in the the main vampire in the second movie over overlord whatever his name oh was. yeah oh, Damaskinos. Damaskinos. yeah he felt more like like a traditional style dracula like bram right. stoker's dracula yeah. gary old gary oldman from the movie bram stoker's he right, felt right, right. like a they traditional looked, but, they looked identical <laughs> right they really did yeah but like that felt more like, but even then like at the vamp like if you right. talk about this movie like i know they need to make it competitive because it's triple h and ryan reynolds but they were just going blow for blow like Where's this great strength the vampires possess? This is the first vampire. This is the, like, this man has been around for thousands of years, but he is literally going, yeah, he is, Blade is matching up with this man? Yeah. yeah. Makes no sense. I, I agree. Well, I, I, I know I'm done with this movie um, yeah, yeah. for I'm a very, very long done. time, if ever again. No, um, I don't think ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, whew, what a fucking mess. Somebody's like, hey guys, you ever watched the Blade trilogy? Oh, you mean the two Blade movies? Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Just ignore the third one ever existed. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just bad. Go watch Ooh. Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. It's a better trilogy. <laughs> keep, watching it's a better third. keep watching keep Jurassic watching Park review, 3. Keep watching yeah. our, our review, but also watch Jurassic Park 3 because it's a better third film in a franchise. People like watching us really just tear into movies. Well, see, the thing is, is this movie's not even fun to tear into. It's, it's, Don't worry, I mean, we're going to be watching worse movies down the road. It is, but we've watched like Cruel Jaws, Jaws three, four. Those are fun because they're they're funny. Because like, they, yeah, because you can laugh at them. You're like, this is and, fucking stupid, but it's fucking this, hilarious. Yeah, this a woman literally like, sets herself on fire with a fucking flare. Oh, <laughs> ah! Yeah, like oh. that's inter- that's entertaining. This is just it's just disappointing. You're like, oh. what the fuck happened? I experienced that. I played Resident Evil six for the first time yesterday. Oh. Dude, I was, I, I know it's nothing to do with video games. I was so fucking floored. I literally ended the stream and I have no idea. I still don't know how to feel. I feel like it was so weird. <laughs> anyway, enough of that shit. It's don't watch this movie. Like yeah, everybody this else movie, This movie fucking sucks. Let us watch it so you don't have to. We're, uh, we're going to put it in the category of fuck this movie. <laughs> Very few movies, I think, we've ever just said no. Just don't do it. I mean, for me, I mean, you guys weren't on the Resident Evil series but there oh, was yeah, a well, couple most of those. <laughs> there was a couple of those that are in the fuck this movie I think, category. I, I think you guys most like the first one was all right, and it was like a general tolerance of the second one. But after the that, second one's my favorite. Uh, yeah, my second not, one's my favorite. I think for the most part, you guys just hated all the other ones after that. Oh my god, they're all fucking absolute garbage. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, next week we are going to be going back to a franchise that we covered in August, right before we became dissect that film. Um, my brother is going to be joining me. Uh, DNA is going to be taking a, a little vacation from the show. And me and my brother are going to be reviewing Bad Boys for Life, which I'm very excited about because 
it's been a long time and I've had the notes since August <laughs> for this movie that I watched a long time ago, but I'm ready when did, to go. When did the last episode come out? The second one. When did you guys do that? Oh, that was, remember? it was like, uh, I think the first episode we did as dissect that film was like second week of September. Yeah. Cause it was a minute back and I was like, okay. Cause I remember you guys watched it. Cause I was like, I said that I think it was the last video you did before we came on for Jurassic park. First, I'm trying to play this video without. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to mess you up. I'm September, just, thir- been- September 13th was uh, the Jurassic Park episode. That's when that came out. Okay. So it would have been the week prior. So yeah, beginning of September. Okay. So yeah, because we volunteered to step back because I want to see these guys finish their movie series they started. Because honestly, I've not seen any of them and I don't want to watch them all. I won't have time. You won't have time. We won't have time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited because I listened to you guys do the first two. So. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's it's going to be a good time uh, to to chat about that. These are this was a franchise that we grew up on, and it was a lot of fun. And to talk about the one that we, me and him, actually saw it together in theaters. Oh, um, did you originally? What? Yeah, it was the last movie we saw before COVID. Um, oh. initially, you know, you know, it made its appearance. Gotcha. So, uh, and I, and to be honest, you know, early review, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I enjoy the hell out of all three of those movies. I think they're fun as hell, even though they're not, you know, they're, it's a, the first two are Michael Bay movies, but they're a lot of fun. Um, it's all about the chemistry of the actors. I think that's absolutely, if you can get your actors to have, and that, that's one thing this movie did not fucking have oh, is fucking geez. chemistry between anybody. <laughs> oh, God. oh boy. But yeah, next week it is bad boys for life with me and my brother, Adam. And then after that, we have to figure out what franchise we're going to be covering next. We're going to talk about question. that. We're going to talk about that. And then we'll announce it. Uh, well, I will announce it on the Bad Boys for Life episode because <laughs> DNA Gaming won't be here for it. Won't be here. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. They're going to know about it. So, <laughs> But make True. sure to follow uh, the show at Dissect That Film over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, of course, as you're watching this right now, you should already be subbed to the channel. 90.2% of people who watch our videos aren't subscribed to the channel. Yeah. What? Get on that shit. <laughs> Come on, just hit the subscribe. It's free. Clearly, I you're enjoying like. some of the video, even if it's not the whole thing. Just hit that sub button. It's free. All right. Absolutely. Please, please. Uh, make sure to follow DNA Gaming on Twitch and Twitter. Their names. You guys want to say the names or do you just want me to say it's in the description? Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> yes. It's down there in the I, description on YouTube and on the podcast services because the descriptions are the exact same thing. Um, yep. Make sure to watch our video debuts of uh, of prior shows. We let's see. I'm trying to think because we're recording these th- these episodes are not recorded weekly. Sometimes we're recording. Th- I'm recording three episodes in one week, so I'm trying to think of what episode will be out by the time this episode comes out, which would be Jaws two. So make sure to watch the, the oh man Jaws two three Revenge and Jaws five fucking gems of episodes. Yeah. So watch cool. them all. All right. That's- I see the Godzilla and Kong Skull Island video debuts have been doing pretty good so yeah. far. Yeah, people are enjoying those early shit shows of the show. Yeah, I just <laughs> the audio go, issues, my my framing issues. Oh boy, it's, it's a not even mess. Not used to doing it at that point. You're just like, yeah, mm. trying to figure it all out. Get trying to figure it all out. It's still it's still you know we still have those moments, but you know oh, we're absolutely having, we're having fun. So yeah, I hope you uh oh. 
I hope you enjoy it all. Thank you for all the support you guys have showed on um, the podcast services and YouTube. We're you know over 250 subs on YouTube now, which is Woo! insane to think about in the right. short time we've been doing this. Um, yeah, keep subbing and make sure to follow us on Twitter because we got to hit those numbers because Dan's going to change his name if we hit certain numbers on Twitter and on YouTube. I, th- I I think, what was it, 500 on YouTube and or is it 500 it on Twitter? 500 on Twitter and 200 on YouTube. So oh, we're already we've already YouTube. we've already checked one box, everybody. So we just got to get to the 500 uh, followers on Twitter, and that's also free. I don't post a crazy amount on the Twitter, but you know that's where I post a lot of the video stuff and all you know weekly news. So make sure to go over there. It's gonna be getting. It's just gonna be like getting partner on Twitch. Yeah, we need like seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> it's our checklist. Though. Thanks forever. Exactly. <laughs> Way more reason. Oh, we also have some other shows that we're going to be doing um, down the road, uh, especially this month. We have the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out yes. in a few weeks. So we are definitely going to be doing a extra episode of the show when that comes out. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. We don't have a date yet. Um, I actually, I'm going to be talking. I want to I'm going to message um, a someone who is part of another podcast that I listen to and see if they're interested in coming on the show for that, because. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, the it's not it's not set in stone yet, but just throwing no, it out fine. there before I ramble on too long. Thank you all very much. I hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.